it's Katie here, founder and director of Pulp Town, Orlando's almost daily cheat sheet to the city. I say almost because on Tuesdays through Friday, I send a newsletter into your inboxes all about what's going on in Orlando, who is doing stuff in Orlando you should know about, the events you should be attending, all those fun things um, in a nice, neat little package via newsletter. So I do that Tuesday through Fridays. And then on Mondays, I head downtown to downtown Orlando's number one co-working spot, Venture X Orlando, um, to record this here podcast, courtesy of our good friends over at Brand Crumbs Media. Good. That's Vic. And Vic helps me stay, I don't know, uh, upbeat and happy and, and makes me sound good week to week. So on Mondays, I record this here podcast and I spend about 15 minutes filling you in on the five hottest topics to talk about in the week ahead head, the five events that I really think you should choose to attend, and then also five accounts we think you should follow on the internet or five locals to know in the area, um, whether businesses, organizations, or people who are doing really cool things that help make Orlando, Orlando. So without further ado, let's get started with this week's hot topics. We always start with the heavy first and work our way to the light stuff from there. So I'm going to kick it off talking about COVID-19. This week in COVID-19 news, we have learned that CVS, Walgreens, Publix, Walmart, all the local FEMA sites that are currently out there are giving out COVID-19 vaccines to Florida teachers, K-12, through school staff, employees, faculty, uh, child workers, anyone that's on the front line. This comes after President Biden's directive last week to get educators and school staff inoculated as soon as possible, at least their first shots by the end of March. As he said, let's treat in-person learning as the service that it is. Related, the Orlando VA healthcare system is now offering COVID-19 vaccines to all veterans who receive care at the Lake Nona or Lake Baldwin location, no matter their age. And one last note about COVID-19, just last week, uh, Governor DeSantis announced that people under 65 with compromised immune systems and more vulnerable to COVID-19 virus are able to fill out a form or will need to fill out a form in order to get the COVID-19 vaccine. You can find those forms online at the Florida Department of Health, but you will need that if you are under 65 with existing comorbidities. All right, moving right along. Let's talk about the proposed bills that are currently moving through the House. So this bill will allow students from out of state who have high performance in scores, such as like your ACT and SAT, uh, to be able to pay in-state tuition rates in Florida if their grandparents live here. The bill is a little murky at best because of technicalities, such as whether or not snowbirds count as Florida residents. Uh, lawmakers are opposed to the bill and they brought up a solid counter. Also, two weeks ago, uh, there's another bill circulating about bright future scholarships. And essentially, they're saying that this bill is allowing more students from out of state to come in taking up what could be opportunities for people who all also live here. And meanwhile, for Bright Future scholarships, they're looking to cut back on those and only give out a full uh, scholarship to students who major in things that lead directly to employment. So anyway, as you can imagine, that one has seen some controversy, this grandparents tuition waiver bill, but it has passed one group already through the House and still has a lot more. So I'll keep you posted as I learn more as it progresses. Okay, in Winter Park, um, there's big news happening over there as they decide their next mayor. There is a stiff competition going on between Phil Anderson and Sarah Sprinkle, and Tuesday, March 9th, will be the day that the polls close. 
Looks like no matter who the winner is that night that they both plan to celebrate virtually. You can find out more about what they have in store and also uh, just learn more about what's going on in that election by heading over to the 32789.com. That is a hyperlocal news site for spe- specific to Winter Park. And speaking of Winter Park, the City Commission just approved a McLaren showroom in the old Orchid Supply building off Orange and Orlando Avenue in Winter Park. And that building would house the McLaren uh, showroom, but contingent upon a few things. For one, most car lots in Winter Park are built on the outskirts of the city. And with this one being right smack dab in the middle of Winter Park, there's a lot of hesitation because why let this one and not all those other places? So the reason I guess is, is there McLaren is offering to uh, keep all of their cars indoors and they would not have any outdoors and they would also use the space for like green space and such as that. So there's more about that too, also on the 32789 and then Bungalore also had a story about it this week. Well, the city commission has to make another final approval later on this month at another meeting, but that is the gist of the McLaren showroom coming to Winter Park. Okay, let's talk about some cool food news. There is a new food hall coming to Avalon Park called the Marketplace at Avalon Park. It has planned for a late April opening, but ahead of that, they have already announced some of the tenants that are moving in and they have 10 confirmed restaurant concepts so far that range from barbecue, barbecue 50 is one there, Bowiegans, a tap room that's also has a location in Castleberry. Um, so it's that beer co is going in as well. And then there's a pokey place, uh, New Orleans Voodoo, the people that own the Voodoo Kitchen Food Truck is going into there as well. The no- NOLA at Avalon Park and a Mexican place and a few other places. Anyway, coffee shops, all the things. So that's happening soon at the Avalon Park new food hall called Marketplace at Avalon Park. All right. And speaking of food halls, Gatlin Food Hall will be opening soon in the Soto Edgewood area. That's over there near where the porch just opened up its third location. So lots of exciting food stuff happening. Orlando will be known, I guess, as the city full of food halls because we have a ton now. So that's really exciting. All right. Moving right along to our last hot topic for today, let's talk about the secret members-only kind of group bars and restaurants that are opening around Orlando, number one being the London House. London House is a private members-only club that just opened out in Dr. Phillips. You can find more about it on London House FL on Instagram, but from what I've seen, it is very white glove, super fancy uh, place, and that is opening, and it seems to be getting a lot of great reviews. So So yeah, check out London House out in Dr. Phillips. Speaking of other secret things that have recently opened, the top secret resort of Orlando that just opened off of John Young Partway. That is in the former APM Inn & Suites Hotel. It is an adult-only, members-only boutique, condo, and hotel. So the company is currently marketing its top-secret experience to adults 21 and up who enjoy fine dining and dancing. So lots of dancing with clubs inside called Amnesia, Insanity, and some other stuff that I'm not going to mention on air. So anyway... You can also learn more about that by heading to Orlando Sentinel and looking up their article about the top secret adults only resort. One last thing, speaking of dancing, the La La Lounge just debuted debuted at House on Church earlier this weekend or late last weekend. Um, that La La Lounge is Blue Star who owns House on Church. She also has a group, a burlesque group, Lady Boys and Ladies, and you can check them out at the La La Lounge happening upstairs at House on Church, H-A-O-S on Church. 
Okay, moving right along, let's go to the five events we think you should check out this week. Starting with tonight, Monday night, you can head online to the Orange County Library System's uh, Facebook page in their uh, OCLS.info on their website to learn more about their event, uh, spotlighting the first black woman pilot, Bessie Coleman. She has ties to Central Florida from years ago when she had met a family here who ran the Zion Church over in the Paramore area. Bessie Coleman, again, was the first black woman pilot and she set precedent for many women to come. Anyway, awesome, awesome story to hear tonight from her niece, Gigi Coleman. We'll be talking more about her. Also presented by the library this week, an event that I don't think you should miss, is a virtual event presented by Phantasmagoria. They are Orlando's local Victorian horror troupe, and they are putting on a special St. Patrick's Day celebration. You can find out more about that by going to Facebook and or the Orange County Library's page or Phantasmagoria's page. That is Wednesday night at 9 p.m. online. On Friday, head to Sanford for their performance of Sister Act. That's happening at the Wayne Dench Performing Arts Center, 7.30 p.m. Friday through Sunday. It's the last weekend it's running, um, but yet it is their reenactment of the 90s theatrical fun comedy show sister act loved it so yeah that's happening friday nights through sunday 7 30 p.m get your tickets online and beforehand or i think probably also at the door at the wayne dench performing arts center on Saturday, happening downtown Orlando at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center, Preacher Lawson, comedian Preacher Lawson, won America's Got Talent. He is a local comedian, got his start here in Orlando before moving out to L.A. and pursuing his dreams, and he is crushing it. He's incredibly funny. He's also incredibly endearing and just a great, great human, and so I suggest looking into tickets for that show. Preacher Lawson performing at the Dr. Phillips Performing Arts Center at 7.30 p.m. on Saturday night. And if you are not into funny things and you're not into comedy or you don't want to be indoors, I totally get it. And so instead, you could head to Casadega where they are putting on a Saturday night excursion, a walking tour of downtown Casadega where you can find and connect with the spirits and the orbs and all the things happening there. So that's happening on Saturday nights. And I think it happens pretty like regularly. So either weekly or biweekly, you'll have to fact check me. I'm sorry, I didn't fact check before, but you can find that on the Facebook page as well. Just looking up um, events in Casadega. Okay, so five accounts I think you should follow this week. I'm actually going to take you guys on a little adventure because I'm going to say let's go with all women in honor of National Women's History Month. So number one, I suggest following Dahlia's flower truck. I've talked about them in the past. I don't think yet I've mentioned them as someone you guys should follow. But if you are looking to buy flowers for your significant other, for yourself, for your friend or whomever, they are a great stop for that. I can also follow along and see where they are popping up day to day, week to week, and what flowers are specializing in, whether it's like, hey, here's something that they did special for Valentine's Day or for some kind of holiday or for like maybe even Women's History Month. Yeah, checking out Dahlia's flower truck on Instagram. That is Dahlia. D-A-H-L-I-A-S flower truck. They are a mother and daughter duo, I believe. Um, but yeah, so checking out Dolly's flower truck, I think you will like what you see there. Number two, let's go to Miscellaneous Market. Miscellaneous Market is a local boutique and specialty shop in the Ivanhoe area 
miscellaneous misc.market. Uh, that is a black owned business and they have amazing, amazing uh, gifts inside. Anything from uh, soaps to cards to candles to uh, glassware to uh, just all kinds of fun stuff. Miscellaneous market, misc.market on Instagram. All right, number three, let's go with Seven Bites. Seven Bites is very popular. It's a women-owned bakery featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives um, in the uh, colonial town, like Milk District area over there near a la carte. Um, Seven Bites is S-E, the number seven, E-N, Bites. Uh, Great to follow, especially when you're looking for something fun to eat and something new to try. Um, Maybe somewhere to to buy something for a friend and drop it off to them or something like that. They have great, great pastries uh, and yeah, breakfast foods. Uh, I think one of them's called like the heart attack because it has so many things onto it or in it. But anyway, so yeah, Seven Bites, S-E, seven, E, in bites to check them out. Number four, let's go with Yelp Orlando. Yelp Orlando is run by Andy Perez. Andy Perez is a huge champion of this community and does really great work. And right now I am loving their Meet the Owner series. That's where they go in and talk to the owners of different businesses and do a spotlight of them on their Instagram. So you get to learn something new every day. So check out Yelp Orlando on Instagram to meet the owners. Number five, let's go with New Moon Market. We will offset all the bad things you're going to eat at Seven Bites with the good, healthy things you can get over at New Moon Market. That is owned by Jen Moon. She is such a pleasant person to talk to and interact with, and their food is delicious. Uh, They have a lot of juices and a lot of healthy, clean eating options in addition to some other things to check out there. So check out New Moon Market on Instagram, spelled as I said it, New Moon, N-E-W-M-O-O-N Market. All right, that is it. That brings us to the end, the conclusion of today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed your 15 minutes here with myself and kind of Vic because he's over there in the background a little bit. Um, And I appreciate you hanging in there with me all the way to the end. Last week, I asked if you had anyone that you thought we should bring in an interview. And I also mentioned in the newsletter. And thanks to Christine, she recommended Chef Kevin Fonzo. Chef Kevin Fonzo is an accomplished chef here in Orlando. He runs the edible experience uh, in College Park and used to work at our own or operate uh, K restaurant as well over there in College Park. He's an accomplished community advocate, uh, just a, a fantastic human. So he was a great recommendation. So snaps to Christine for recommending him. I appreciate that. I'm going to reach out. I have some other people in the works too that I'm going to reach out to about coming in and talking to us on this podcast. So if you have recommendations, please send them my way, katie at pulp.town um, or slide into my DMs on Instagram, whatever you got to do to get it to me, make it happen. Thanks again for listening in. Thank you to Vic from Brand Crumbs Media for helping put this on week to week and to Devin and the team at VentureX for allowing me to use their space. I appreciate you and I hope you have a lovely week. I will see you in your inboxes Tuesday through Friday and back here again on Monday. Ciao, ciao. Stay pulpy. (laughs) Bye.